Welcome to the Sacred Ancestry Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Worm, and today I'm going to do a replay for you from my live speech with the Virtual Youth Conference. And this was such an amazing opportunity to speak to high school kids in Africa. And the topic that I chose was overcoming your obstacles and creating opportunities. And it is such a powerful uh, mindset. So yes, here's the replay to the virtual youth conference. Good evening to all of you wonderful people around the world. I'm excited to be interacting with all of you beautiful souls out there today. Thank you for the amazing introduction. I'm coming from the ash pits of the Western United States as a wildland firefighter to tell you that anything is possible. From a very young age, I had a curiosity about fire, and I was driven to become a wildland firefighter when I was 15 years old. I did everything in my power from the age of 15 to the age of 18 to become a firefighter. Now, after 14 years on the fire line, I'm here to share with you the great wisdom that I have received from the fire in the forest, but also from the flame inside my heart. We all have dreams and wish our lives could be different sometimes. Often those dreams are held back by a reason or an excuse. I'm here to tell you today that those reasons why you can't are in your mind, and your mind is the key that unlocks everything in life. If you change your mindset, you can achieve greatness. Your circumstances are the map, not the territory. In other words, your perception of your situation is a projection, a projection that is filtered by past experiences that help your mind delete, distort, and generalize 11 bits of information a second into just 50 bits of conscious thought. So if your perception is a projection of your past, what if you change the projection into something you wanted, dreamed of, wished for, What if your projection was one of doing your best, being positive, and achieving success in areas of your life? Let's be clear, we cannot control the outside environment of wars, pandemics, famines, and world politics, but we can change the way we react to these atrocities. By choosing the reaction that you think and feel during your daily stress of your circumstances, you're choosing your state of being. Your state of being is encompassed by the thoughts you think and the feelings you have and the beliefs you carry. If you study the people around you and pay attention to their facial expressions, you can see their state of being. Are they happy or are they sad? You carry this on your person like a wallet. Your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs form your habits, and those habits are what define you. So if your habits are full of reasons why you can't, then you let your circumstances define you. But if you let your habits become full of unconditional love and compassion with a drive for results, you begin to define your circumstances yourself. Life is about how you define yourself, isn't it? What if you let every definition go and just become the person that your heart wants you to be? If you are open to a new way of thinking to yourself, it is possible to quiet your mind for long enough to hear your heart whisper. These whispers calling your heart and saying what your mind is too scared to say, when you listen to your heart and face your fears, you will find a confidence, clarity, and certainty that no circumstance can take away. A heart's calling is equivalent to a soul's purpose, a message from God, or conviction. But we all have to take the time to look deep within and let go of the definitions someone else put on us. Whether it's from the media, a mentor, or someone you love, even yourself. What if you let go of the grudge that makes you angry, or the memories that make you sad? What if you forgave the most awful person that wronged you? Wouldn't you feel lighter? Wouldn't you feel better? To define yourself, you first have to let go of the baggage that is defining your projection so you can create a new perception. When you let go of your emotional baggage, you make room for a new state of being, 
a state of being that is defined by unconditional love, compassion, gratitude, positive results, and habits that carry momentum every day. When you take charge of your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, and truly own them, it is no one's fault that you feel angry, sad, fearful, hurt, or ashamed. It's your fault. It's your reaction, and it's your perception. That doesn't mean someone didn't do wrong to you. You just let them hurt you for twice as long by not letting it go. By taking ownership of the way you think and feel, you begin to create a mindset that is unbreakable because no one can control the way you react but you. You're in charge of your mind, therefore your results. We all have obstacles in life, and they try to define our circumstances, but what if we redefine the obstacles as an opportunity? Most people say, I can't follow my dreams because I'm too poor, I'm not good enough, I don't know how, or whatever excuse you can think of. Do you have an excuse or an obstacle that's holding you back from true success? Being not good enough simply means you have to work one step at a time, which will make you the best teacher possible because you came from the ground up. Thinking you are too poor to achieve success is a limiting belief. What if being poor was your superpower because you became the most creative community member raising funds for education in your local community? What if not knowing how to do something made you become the most astute student and you studied so hard you became an expert? Your mindset is all about the perception and the point of view you have on the situation. When something bad happens, find the positive and maximize the impact. Here's a story of how my best friend dying was one of the most influential things to happen in my life. In 2015, after work one day, I was eating dinner with one of my best friends after a really hard week of firefighting. Mike was my engine captain. We were discussing the stresses of the office and how we just wanted to get back on the road and fight more wildland fires. I remember him breaking down from the stress of being a leader. His head was in his hands and crying because of the unfair treatments at work. We ended up having a nice dinner with his wife. I shook his hand, and the next morning he was dead. He died suddenly the next morning from a heart attack at age 40. I was destroyed, heartbroken, and I will never be the same person. I lost a part of my soul. I ended up losing everything, my health, my sense of purpose, my friends. I truly felt lost. But losing that part of my soul made me go on a journey to find my heart. During this journey, I became very ill with fevers, headaches, swollen joints, and anxiety, but no doctor could diagnose me. Later, I found out it was from grief. I had a broken heart. So now, I was a lost soul, and I lost my health, but most of all, I lost myself. So I set out to find my soul again, deep in meditation. I didn't know how to find my soul or how to heal myself, but I knew I could do it. Ultimately, my friend's death led me to heal myself from all my emotional trauma, heal my body from the grief and anxiety, and I found my highest mission on earth. I used everything I learned from my grief and healing journey to become an author, a mindset coach, fitness trainer, and nutritionist. I would have never been healed at the deepest level if my friend didn't pass away. I miss him every day to this day, but I'm grateful for the lessons he gave me. This is how you turn an obstacle into an opportunity. Even the worst obstacles can become an opportunity. My healing journey through my grief and anxiety was an opportunity to rebuild myself in exactly what I wanted to be. Oftentimes our obstacles have lessons hidden as metaphors, and those metaphors are what give us the opportunity. In every martial art, in wildland firefighting, in war, or sport, the most effective strategy is to use oncoming energy and redirect that energy into a different direction that serves you better. In martial arts, you step aside and use the person's energy to throw the opponent's body with their own energy. In wildland firefighting, we use fire to burn the fuel before the big fire comes. In war, they surprise the flank of the enemy to redirect their attention. 
Redirecting the energy of an obstacle into an opportunity is no different. Obstacles help you grow stronger, smarter, better, and faster, and more successful. Start building a mindset that is unbreakable, and you'll achieve your wildest dreams. On the fire line, there is an elite class of firefighter, and when I see them on the line, I study them. No matter how hard the mission is, how high the mountain, how scary the fire is, the elite firefighter gets stronger, has more resolve, gains more character, and performs even better. That's a mindset built by fire. So what's your obstacle right now? What's holding you back? Where's the lesson in that obstacle, and how can you use that lesson to create opportunities and change your circumstances? In science, you may have heard about cause and effect. We all have cause and effect in life. Unfortunately, most people live their life in the effect side. They take no ownership of their circumstances and live by the whims of a cause they believe they can't change. I know all of you out there can move from living in the effects of life and begin to create your own cause. Having your own cause means that you can create your own effects around your community, your country, and around the world. Creating your cause starts with creating your own inner landscape. What you have inside your heart will project out into your world. So if your heart is full of hate, that is all you'll see. But if your heart is full of love, that's all you'll live by. I get it. We can't control the wars, rape, pillage, and pandemics, but we can control the way we view them and how we use them. How can you change the meaning of your obstacles and make that evil a good thing? Redirect the energy. Find gratitude for the lessons. Let go of the negative emotions and look beyond to the love of the circumstances. Here are some rules about life that can help you redirect energy. Respect the other person's model of the world. Live with good ecology, meaning good for self, good for others, and good for the planet. People are not their behaviors. Everyone is doing the best they can with what they have. You are in charge of your mind, therefore your results. Everything you do should increase wholeness. There is no failure, only feedback. The meaning of any communication is a response you get. The people with the most flexibility will be the most successful. So to go a little deeper, when we respect the other person's model of the world, they'll respect ours. When we have good ecology throughout our world, we'll regain balance within ourselves, the planet, and that all starts with you. People are not their behaviors, and they should be forgiven because resentment inside you doesn't serve anyone. Everyone is doing the best they can with what they have. But the more you learn, the better you can do because your mind controls everything in life. You're in charge of your mind and your results because, again, your mindset is what defines your circumstances as an obstacle or an opportunity. When we fail, it's a good thing because it means we are learning and taking action. There is no failure in the end, only feedback, and it's up to you to use that feedback to adapt and grow stronger. Everything we do in life comes down to communication. And the more you can communicate effectively, the more success you'll have. The more open-minded you are, the more creative and flexible you'll be, which means the more success you'll have. All of you great people have everything inside of you to succeed right now. I believe in you, and I know in my heart that all of you will be successful at whatever you put your mind to. Sometimes the books, the teachers, the mentors don't have the answers you need. Sometimes the answers we need are deep within ourselves. That's why I say you have everything you need to succeed deep inside of you. The trick is to stop, take a break, go outside, take a deep breath and just listen to yourself. Quiet your mind and listen to your heart whisper priceless wisdom. I learned this personally when watching fires burn entire mountainsides, watching fires scream across grasslands at night or fires running through the tops of trees filled me with wonder. 
a wonder that made me quiet. I realized that the fire in the landscape was a metaphor for the fire in my heart. All I had to do was listen to my heart to find where my heart fire wanted to burn. Your heart fire is a burning passion that burns all the obstacles in your way because your conviction to a heart's calling. I do believe that everything is mindset, but we cannot forget about the heart because the heart is what whispers your purpose and drives your actions. When your heart drives your actions because you have a heart's calling, miracles in your life will happen, I promise. A heart's calling comes from the obstacles you have overcome. Because you have learned so much from your journey, you can become an expert. In reality, turning obstacles into opportunities is a hero's journey. There are 12 steps on a hero's journey, and knowing where you are can give you the inner strength to overcome the hardest obstacles. The 12 steps of the hero's journey are the ordinary world, the call of adventure, refusal of the call, meeting the mentor, crossing the first threshold, the test, allies, and enemies, approach to the innermost cave, the ordeal, the reward, the road back, resurrection, return with the elixir. So to go a little deeper, the ordinary world is where you live now, and nothing seems like it could change. And what's the point of spinning your wheels in the ordinary, right? The call the adventure can be a book, a speaker, a friend, or something calls you to an adventure, but you're not quite sure where you're going yet. More often than not, the hero refuses the call to an opportunity that will be completely life-changing, and they return to the ordinary world. If they pass the first test and commit to an adventure, they move on to the next part of the journey. Meeting the mentor is when a teacher arrives in your life and gives you the way forward and shows you it is possible to find the elixir of life. Crossing the threshold is when the hero is fully committed to the journey and ready to set sail on the journey to go be tested in battle. The moment when the hero sets sail is the crossing. Then comes the tests, obstacles, allies, tricksters, and enemies that test the hero on all levels. As hard as these tests are, they are just the first round of obstacles during the journey. After the battles and hardships of the major obstacles, the hero has to regroup and enter in the innermost cave. This means going deep with him or herself while venturing into the deepest layer of the enemy's territory. The great ordeal is when the hero fights the mother of all evils and has to overcome every obstacle inside this soul to win the battle of good versus evil. The reward is the elixir of life, the prize, the winning, but the journey isn't over yet. Then there's the road back to the home world, where the hero celebrates too early because there is one more test. The resurrection is the last and final test for the hero. He or she will come closer to death than ever before, and all the lessons of the entire story must be integrated and used to overcome the evil for one last time. The return home is when the hero comes home to his community with the prize of success and achievement, the elixir of life. So where are you on your hero's journey? Did you refuse a call? Are you meeting the mentor or crossing the threshold? During the hero's journey, it is important to use the five principles of success to get you past any obstacle and turn that hardship into an opportunity. The five principles of success are know your outcome, take action, situational awareness, flexibility, and the psychology of excellence. To go a little deeper, know your outcome. Knowing your outcome is connecting with your purpose and seeing your highest vision of yourself so that your outcome will be so inspiring that motivation and determination is just a side effect. Knowing your outcome is about seeing, hearing, feeling the results now and taking those sensory inputs from the future and accessing them today. You may find that when you carry these sights, sounds, and feelings from your highest vision of yourself, you stay inspired, determined, and nothing will change the outcome. Knowing your outcome is more complicated than just writing it down. 
You can easily visualize, meditate, and bring in divine energy to give this outcome life energy. When an outcome is nurtured into existence, this is the real spiritual alchemy. An outcome only comes to life when you have clarity, certainty, and a gut feeling. Clarity comes from a knowing deep down that the mission is for the highest good for all. The way you find clarity is through journaling, meditating, asking the universe for guidance, and deep self-reflection until a spark lights a fire in your heart center that carries a fierce passion that is impossible to extinguish. Next is taking action. Taking action is simple when you have clarity on your outcome. You may discover that taking time to breathe deep and rewinding the picture of your outcome all the way to now, you will see the step-by-step plan that you have to do to get to your outcome. It is essential to build a step-by-step plan that can be broken down into a daily routine. It is important to take action through daily steps that move you toward your goals. These goals need to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and have a timeline. SMART goals. SMART goals create the foundation of success, and achieving that success is done by taking action. Next is awareness. Aware of what's happening around you is critical because awareness brings insight. Insight shines a light on progress or setbacks and creates solutions out of the struggle. Knowledge of situations around the goal, but most of all, the deeper levels of the self are important. Knowing how you're thinking, feeling, and acting is the awareness that precipitates massive results. Because once you know yourself on a deeper level, you can adapt. Next is flexibility. Adapting is changing to an ever-changing dynamic situation that moves like eddies in a river. Staying in one place in the middle of a river is resisting the chance to flow in the direction of easy success. A boulder is either rolled out of the way or dissolved by the persistent current of a river. Success is only possible when you are flowing in a current of soul purpose that rides the waves of deep fulfillment. Next is the psychology of excellence. The psychology of excellence is the next step in flexibility because excellence is easily attained with the persistence of crashing waves on a beach. Becoming excellent is a process with highs and lows trial and error, and never giving up. Just like waves in the ocean crashing on land, there are times of significant effort and accomplishment, triumphs, wins, and success. When the tide recedes back into the source, the sand exposes all the imperfections of the beach. You can see where the seawater didn't grind the sand down perfectly. With the water receded all the way out, the failures are brought to the surface, and maximum flexibility is applied by the effort of the next wave and the next wave till tiny rocks are smashed into perfect sand. Once armed with the five principles of success, you'll move forward one step at a time and break down your obstacles into small chunks so you can gain small victories that add up to big victories. The biggest obstacle of all is the fear. So what can you do when the fear of failing comes up and pulls you back to the ordinary world? The way to overcome the fear is to anchor into a memory where you were fearless, where you were confident, where you were an expert, Use that picture and always come back to it. Like a trigger, when the fear comes up, go straight to that memory of being a powerful human being with a mission, a hero. Focus on your strengths and keep building yourself up. Encourage yourself and give yourself a pep talk in the mirror. Write out all of your fears in the journal and burn the paper. Watch the ashes float high in the air so you simply let go of the fear. Remember the big picture of success and anytime you hit an obstacle, it's a good thing because you're about to learn a big lesson in life. Learning is what humans were made to do. We were put here on earth to learn so we can help the next generation become healthier, safer, and happier, right? So free your mind from the fear of failure and learn to fail in a good way. No one succeeded by doing nothing and taking action creates the inevitable short-term failure. But every failure is like a stepping stone. Every obstacle is a new challenge and every challenge creates growth. 
Growth comes with hardship and struggle, and that is what makes you so resilient in the face of any obstacle. Growth takes time to learn, and it's okay to stumble on your path to success. We all do. Here are 17 strategies to help you cultivate a growth mindset. Acknowledge and embrace your weaknesses. View every obstacle as an opportunity. Know your learning style and use that learning strategy. Remember the brain has the ability to change its neurology. Prioritize learning. Focus on the process instead of the end result. Find your sense of purpose. Learn well, not fast. Reward your efforts. Learn to receive and give constructive criticism. Needing improvement doesn't mean failure. Reflect on your learning every day. Learn from the mistakes of others. Learning is brain training. Cultivate grit. Never stop learning. It takes time to learn. So to go a little deeper, acknowledging your weaknesses lets you take ownership of them, and owning something means you can change it, right? What is the way that you learn? Are you a visual, auditory, or do you need to do something with your body to learn it? Find that strategy and learn that way. Your brain can completely repair itself and change, which means when you build a growth mindset, you are literally changing the way your brain works. Prioritize learning in your life because learning is what brings us growth, success, happiness, and true fulfillment. Focus on the process because when you focus solely on the end state of success, you miss out on the beauty of life itself. Finding your heart's calling and living life with a purpose is one of the most important assets you can bring and every day successful person has a purpose. Draft a mission and vision statement for yourself and live by it. Focus on learning and retaining what you learn so you can apply your knowledge in a creative ways that no one else thought of. Reward your efforts and give yourself some slack. What is life if we only focus on success? Take the time to enjoy your moments, take care of yourself and love your life. Learn to love constructive criticism because someone is blessing you with the knowledge that will help you. Be thankful for needing improvement because that means your hero's journey isn't over yet. Reflect on what you learn every day so you can keep the score and reward yourself. If you can learn the lessons from somebody else's mistakes, take that opportunity and thank them for teaching you. Training your brain is what life is about, right? Cultivate grit. Persevere through every obstacle and knowing that every morsel of learning is worth it because learning is the objective and how you learn to be successful. Never stop learning. If you think you've mastered something, you clearly haven't. Learning takes time, so you need to cultivate patience. In the end, stillness is the first key. Finding stillness inside your mind so you can truly listen to your heart. When you listen to your heart, you can feel your gut and know for a fact that you're on the right mission, the right task, and moving forward in a good way. If we let go of our mind, we can begin to come back to the present moment and see, hear, and feel what's happening now. When you come back to the now, you're inside your body, which means you're not thinking two days in the future or two days in the past, but just being alive right now. In the now is where success lives. Are you being successful right now? Are you learning now? Are you taking charge of your mindset right now? Are you reacting or are you in charge of your reactions? Are you ready to take on the obstacles of life and change them into opportunities so many times it becomes a habit? Are you ready to have habits that build momentum every day and help you spiral up, spiral all the way up into your highest potential? I challenge you to go deep within yourself and just listen. Just listen to your heart and know now that the voice of your heart won't make logical sense, but it will make emotional sense. The second key is emotional intelligence and being in control of your state of being at all times. 
not allowing yourself to react emotionally to past events that are triggered by events in the now, simply observing the trigger and thanking the triggered emotion for highlighting what self-work needs to be done. Just listen to the heart and feel inside your gut. Does it feel right? Is your gut turning inside out with uncertainty or is it relaxed, calm, and ready to face any obstacle? When you integrate your stillness in your heart, double check it with your gut. You will know your purpose. You will know that the obstacle you are facing is just a lesson and you'll face any adversity with a smile because you know it inside your gut. Smile with gratitude because you will have confidence, clarity, and certainty inside yourself that grows with every challenge. Every solution stacks onto your success and you can easily grow stronger, faster, smarter, and better every single day. All you have to do is turn your obstacles into an opportunity. All right. Thanks guys for listening. That was, uh, that was the replay from, uh, my live speech at the, uh, virtual youth conference. Uh, mostly kids from Africa were listening. It was, it was a wonderful opportunity and I hope you got something out of it because, uh, I think this speech really does speak to our times right now with the pandemic, with everything going on in the world and change your obstacles into opportunities. And, uh, yeah, I, I know it's possible. I believe in all of you. I know you can do it. All you have to do is release the emotional baggage, all the hurt, all the anger, the sadness, the fear. Release all of that and just come into the now. Come into your body and breathe and visualize and, and work towards a goal that's fulfilling, that has a purpose. Find that heart's calling in deep meditation and go for it because we all have a heart's calling and it's important that we look at that start working on it and bring that into reality. That's true spiritual alchemy, and that is your sacred ancestry.